right there. That's the right intro. I forgot how to do the show, guys. So that means I'll forget my name in the intro as well. Uh, and, I, and Sly can just burst out laughing like he usually does. All right, everyone. We uh, show. Let's uh, get started. It says it at the top of the show notes. I have to. I have to do. I was gonna convince Sly to say it with me, but I nope. figured. Uh, yeah, yeah. He does not want. He does not like big butts. Mike, Mike light. Right now. That's a Mike light right there. That's a Mike light. There you go. But anyway, everybody, welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we're gonna stay true to State of the Realm and talk about rating. But this Woo! time, we're gonna be posing some questions to you in the chat as well as to each other. Mm-hmm. About, do you really want to raid in 3.2? And if so, why? Are you be- really about that life? Are you really about that life? We're going to ask ourselves that. We're going to reach deep inside Giggity and find out. Raising. But first, we need to introduce our hosts. You know me, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo. And of course, you know our other host, Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, Sly, aka I ain't got an extra nickname for you this week. Woo. Except for that was a nickname, aka you, my boy, Blue. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How you doing? How you doing? How you, how you doing? How you, how you doing? doing? So I, you know, I just realized I never really asked you if you like my new office, by the way. Uh, it, it looks spacious. It looks trendy. It looks spacious. Yeah, we have a bit of a we have a bit of a static problem in ah. here. It causes it causes bits and pieces of the room to uh, be, just be fucked up. Mm. Yeah, you can see it. You can definitely see it. Mm. It's unfortunate, but uh, it's all about it's all about the lighting. You know, you just gotta look at it yeah. in the right light. So, anyway, we have a pretty interesting topic to talk about this week. And again, we are going back to raiding. Nothing to talk about Crafty and Gathering. You want to talk... Uh, Mel and I's house almost got demolished for the second time. So the second round of demolishings for people who saved it the first time should be within... I mean, it can happen at any point, but, like, the next set should be possible soon. Mm, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like people who were saving their houses, they probably did it at the last fucking minute. Mm-hmm. And now it's just, like they're going to fucking have to do it again or they're going to forget. Like, I have a feeling that's just going to happen. But we got we how, have 15 days How left. have you forgotten? They send the emails, but sometimes you just stop giving a shit. But how have you forgotten to go in your house? I can go in the house, but Mel has to go in the house to keep it. So, like, I'm I'm a tenant. Ah. So, so she is the one her actually, house. Yeah, because was, I was like, because I was like, yeah, because you want the house, you want to decorate. And that was the thing. She wanted to decorate it, she, and I couldn't do that back then. I was like, I'm not going to buy the house. I'm not going to decorate it. So you buy the house. There we hmm. go. Worked out. So there, we talked about something that's not rating. Housing. housing. Fantastic. Threw it in. Threw it in. There you go. Before we get to the, to the important part right. of the show. So anyway... This show, excuse me, talks a little bit about rating, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people a little bit, time, just, a little just, bit, little um, bit. <laughs> just a slide, just a tiny bit, like right. occasionally, occasionally, it happens. sometimes, 
Yeah. But a lot of, but it's not even that we just talk about rating. A lot of it's just we get asked more questions about rating than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's fair. I think that's kind of just like the nature of the show. Yeah. Um, it's it's a part of the game that some players some believe that it's out of reach to them, and that could be the furthest thing from the truth. Um, it's it's an option. It it's just another part of the game that's optional to players. A lot of people do it. You have this handful that don't, and that, this handful that wants to get into it. So, and we get, and from the handful that wants to get into it, that's where we get the majority of our questions. Yeah, or a lot of people that are just getting into it. Like we get a lot of A three Savage questions, especially mm-hmm. like our paladin. Is that our paladin's fault we're not winning? Or our dragoons <laughs> at eight hundred DPS? But is that our paladin's fault we can't push hand of pain? That was not a reference to Sly. He does more than eight hundred. I think. Damn straight. <laughs> I've been parsed. I know what I do. He knows. He knows, he knows. <laughs> like, yeah, so many times people, like, come and say, like, oh, I wish, wish I had a raid group, or, oh, man, your raid group, you guys are beating it so, like, so easily. You guys it, are actually beating it. I want a it raid group so like that. It's so easy to have that grass is greener kind of outlook. Like, oh, your raid group is the shit. How can I be a part of it? How can I get a raid group like yours? You, do you really want that? I don't know if you really want that. Yeah. Are, you don't know again, these people. Again, are you really about that life? Are you gotta really? ask it. I love that way of phrasing it. Are you really about that life? Are you really about that life? That's because that's like saying you like you see people who are like hooking up with mad chicks at the nightclubs. It's like, are you really about that life? Or do are you, you really, just you yeah, see you that really and you're like, man, one day. No, not one day. That's not you, man. Yeah. Because it's at in I hate to put it this way, but rating there is a quote-unquote lifestyle that goes with rating. Oh, yeah. Trust yes. me. Trust me on that one. So what, we're, so what we're going to do is kind of delve into that lifestyle and ask the questions. Like, just go, kind of go down a checklist to see, are you really, really ready to be about this life? Because there's a checklist you need to have before you even think about going into rating, if you're thinking about it. And I think it's fair to say this doesn't count for people that, like, want to go and pug extreme primals and shit. Like, this oh. is, like, you want to go in, you want to beat all of the current raids, you want to you have that achievement at the end that says, I beat it, and that's it. That's what mm-hmm. you want. And maybe you want a sexy weapon and a gobwalker mount like Sly here. But anyway, no, uh, you saw him bite his lip right there when I said that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was fear or excitement, because biting your lip means a lot of different things. <laughs> I'm not taking that goddamn mount, no. Nope, not having it. But don't nope. worry, you don't. You can't get it anymore. Well, you can theoretically, but yeah. Just here, Sly. Here's what. Here's what. Here's what you need to do. Okay. So, you have the United Negro Dragoon Fund. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just you get a you get everyone to give you stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then you transfer to Gilgamesh, and you go to the Party Finder, and in the Party Finder you'll find selling a four Savage, and then bam, you got your mount. You, we know I'm not gonna do that. I know you won't do that because you, if you were going to do that, you would transfer the Gilgamesh first and then get the people to down, donate to the fund. Otherwise, how the fuck you got them? I'm going to have to move all that over there. That's just not going to work. No. And plus, I'm not leaving the cool kids' table. One day. One day. I, one day they just said, we're getting rid of the Behemoth server. That's uh, it. We're merging bullshit. it with Gilgamesh. We're merging it with Gilgamesh. Top 10 active player server? No, we're not getting rid of that bullshit. Mm-mm. Oh, my goodness. And guys, we yep. are just talking about world first rating here. Sly and I come from very different rating backgrounds. Oh that's, yeah, that's that's a big that's a big thing as to why we get into a lot of debates on the show, mm-hmm. like a married couple, is because we come from two very different rating backgrounds and two very different 
what's the word I'm looking for? Back, there's another word like background. Walks of life. Yeah, we'll go with that. The circle yeah. of life, whatever. So we're just going to be asking each other certain questions, and we want you in the chat to answer these questions as well. Really think, if you're thinking to yourself, hey, I want to raid in 3.2. I want you to answer these questions and have a plan, because that's the biggest problem is most people just want to raid and they don't come up with a plan. True. Yeah. Now, before, like, this is something I just thrown in. Before we get into the topics, just, you know, show hands in chat, and I'll wait on it. How many people don't raid? We know there are a lot of people who do raid. How many people are not raiding right now or are trying to get into raid? Just show hands. There's going to be a Twitch delay, so I'm just going to spew yeah. just words out of my mouth while we wait for that to catch up. Yes. Um, and I think this is actually, I didn't even think to ask this question at first, mm -hmm. just because, I don't know, a lot of people don't ever, like, they, they say they don't raid, but a lot of people also do primals, and it's, there's kind of like a, a gray line right there. We have a mm -hmm. few people here, I don't, I don't, so look, plenty of people, we see some, okay. Nodes. we see plenty of people that are not raiders right here. Right. I, I'm looking for people's names who I know are full of shit. By the way, <laughs> because there are definitely gonna be some people, some people here who actually do raid. I know who you that are. that are like, yeah, I don't raid. Fucking, I'm waiting for my static to just fucking pop up in there. But no, I don't fucking raid. Yeah, I raid once a week. That barely counts, I guess. <laughs> it counts. It counts though. It counts because it's a schedule. And yeah, we'll see, there's about. fucking Dervy saying uh, that he doesn't raid. My ass. Yeah. But anyway, um, so okay, we have a lot of people in the chat. That are not ra that are not raiders, and the reason why we're asking this is because we're trying to we're trying to determine are people are now are you, all of you interested in raiding? That's the next question because and that seems like a stupid thing to ask, but it is but, a real thing to ask because you've plenty of people here explained they can't college work they simply don't want to they enjoy being a casual player, or it's just an issue of. I just really don't have to drive to raid. The, don't the... have to drive. Drive is an important thing. And let's be clear, the term casual is not a bad term. Some people, a lot of people no, throw not. it around like it's a bad term. It literally just means, like, the, the you're not casual. serious. Fucking, it's just a game, bro. Why are you mad? Like, that's, yeah. it's that without the attitude, pretty much. Right. See, we see I'd like to. Yes, if I had the time. Yes and no. Some interesting answers. I see hmm. a fucking Void Arc complaint in there. I don't know what that <laughs> means relative to the conversation. Oh, man. Um, this is something you really got to think about, too. Because yeah. when you say you want to raid, you're not just saying, I want to raid. You're saying, yes, I want to raid, and I will be able to be here between this time and this time, this many times per week, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put in X amount of effort, which I think is a big part people forget is the part where they have to put in effort. Effort. Off the you actually raid. have to do shit in raid. Despite what black mages might make you believe by them ignoring everything, oh, there is effort man, Here we go. No, I, I'm glad black mages do that because it's fucking awesome. I love seeing a black mage who just gets hit by shit because I'm like, this guy's doing work. I love <laughs> this guy. He's now, now he's dead. Never mind. He fucked up. Yeah. Know, yeah. That's bad. Um, and, but, and unfortunately, that makes it sound like a lot like a job. Which it can be. Mm -hmm. It can be. Uh, but there... There are levels to this shit. There are, like, you know, the, you know, the ones who... And there are reasons. There are reasons why you want to raid and you want to go through all the stresses of, you know, making a schedule, sticking to the schedule. Um, you know, some people just treat it like, um, you know, it's, a, it's just a day to kind of get together, do 
hard content, you know, while you know, shooting the shit. That could be and it. Who's, do you know who the YouTube content creator is who does that? There's a free company that literally is just them laughing and, like, not taking it seriously at all. And they're so fucking no. fun to watch. I can't, somebody in the chat knows what I'm talking about. Please don't, don't link it because if you're not a sub, you're going to get timed out. But um, tell everyone who that is because those are great videos to kind of motivate you to find a group just like that. Right. To raid in because that's a deep, that's a good raid environment that they have. They call each other like they make fun of each other, but you can't. You're not a friend. Nest. That's nest. what it is. Nest. Okay. Not Drake. <laughs> not Dragon's <laughs> Nest either. <laughs> there you go. See, they are fucking. I love those fucking videos. Whenever one of those pops up, I watch those things. Those are great. So if you haven't seen it, you need to watch them. I'm gonna look it up. It's Drac and Nest. Okay, there you go. Not Dragon's Nest, but Drac and Nest. There you go. And yeah, I mean, Derby points out, like, for my level at least, and I'll talk about this in a second, it is a part-time job. Or a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a full-time job for a week, pretty much. Right. But for some, like Nest, it may be a hobby. And you might hear a car going crazy outside. This is Los Angeles. You hear a motorcycle every show now. Oh, okay. So, so um, I don't think it matters. They're going to think it's me anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. But um, for, like, like I said, for, like, Nest, it's, it's a hobby. It's it's just an honest hobby, like I, well I can't say just hobby because it just gaming in general is a hobby. We can agree on that. Whoa whoa whoa, Sly! Whoa! Are you telling me that my entire life was just a hobby? That was life for me, man. Yes. Yes. So when I yeah. picked up that when I picked up that Game Boy and I played Super Mario World, I beat that motherfucker at the end in the in the fucking airship. I was like. That was that wasn't a hobby. That was life. That was Mario. Well, you kind of had to look at it that way, though. Gaming is a way of life, Sly. Okay, <laughs> it's a way of life. That's why. Where's the Origin PC T-shirt that I have? It says like eat, go. "Eat, sleep, game." There you go. I like yeah. that. I, I like need that to get shirt. that shirt too. That's a good fucking but shirt. But with all that. I'm, we're gonna. I'm gonna start out by asking the question, and I like. I'll answer it myself too. Okay. But you, if you if you're really thinking thinking about getting into, into raiding, you have to ask this question, answer this question yourself. Why do you want to raid? Why? Why do you want to raid? Why? Uh, and. And we'll ask this in terms of fourteen, but in just in any. Oh yeah, you could you could answer this if you've moved if you're not playing fourteen, but you still support the show and you're playing yeah. like any other MMO that has yeah. raids. Why? Why? Why are you doing it? Why? We're not asking you like your mother who's asking you why are you staying inside playing video games all the time. We're asking you why do you want to raid? Why can't you just play other parts of the game? All right. Well, for me, um, when I started. It was at the point where it was, you know, kind of accessible. You know, you could pug, oh, first coil. Maybe a little bit of second coil. Final coil was actually when I took it seriously. Because, you know, we were getting ready for Heaven's Ward Didn't and all this shit. you pug all the way through nine? Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. I remember. Yeah. So, yeah, it was when I got to final coil that I took it seriously. I wanted... To be about that life and I before going in kind of had no idea what I was getting myself into and then now that I've been with it I I know 
I know it. It does seem like a job. Like there, you um, serious serious raid groups will have a schedule. We had a schedule. Um, we had, you know, people. But people will miss days. It, it, that's going to be a thing. People have, you know, people have stuff to do. People have jobs, kids, things like that. You kind of have to work around that. So that's why you make the schedule ahead of, ahead of time. Um, but for me, it was all about, you know, doing this content, doing, doing this content, which is extra, which is optional again, but I wanted, I wanted to do the harder content. I wanted, didn't really necessarily want the title, but the challenge was one thing, you know, that brought me to it. But Mike, why do you raid? Why the fuck do I raid? Yeah. More butts! It says it in the notes. More butts. More butts. Yeah. That, I mean, my answer's not in the notes, but it says more butts, so I'm reading more butts. What else can I do? I like butts. And he cannot that's not lie. why I raid, though. <laughs> and if he LLS, cannot lie. That's, that's, I mean, that, I, guess, I guess in Sly's universe, that's why he went up against Garuda. I don't know. But anyway. Oops. Oops. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Sorry. That's go. not butts. I read because I like to beat fights. I like to be challenged by fights. I like to unravel fights before other people mm -hmm. have done it. That is why I read. I don't even I don't give a shit about the loot. The loot is like after I've beaten it, it's like okay, now I'm doing it again. Now that's why I want. Now that's why I'm doing it is because I want to I want to have the loot. I want to be able to say, hey, I have all the pieces. Now I can start collecting stuff for my other character. Just collection, the collection of loot. But uh, the challenge is why I get into it initially. So, so wait, 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 wait. So you actually did Second Coil Savage and liked it? Yeah, I like Second Coil Savage. But to be fair, uh, the group I was with at the time, we did turn six Savage. Mm -hmm. And then um, it just never happened for 7, 8, and 9. I didn't go back and do 7, 8, and 9 until uh, 2.5, but we did it in 110 gear to try and make it relevant. Which doesn't yeah. really count either because Ninja breaks a lot of Second Coil fights. Like, yeah. it's unbelievable how much one job... Like, you're like, oh, what does it fucking matter? It's just ninja. Like, what does ninja do? And then all of a sudden you get in there and you're like, what the... P oh, okay. Wow. That's... Oof. Okay. That was useful. Uh, okay. Okay. That's, that, was, <laughs> that was good. Uh, but that's... I mean, that's a big reason. I just... I like... When I get in there, when I get in the zone, I'm just like... I'm in the zone. The auto zone. And that's just, that. I can't, I can't, I can't get out of it. I mean, it's, the problem is, is I get too into the zone. Way too into the zone. And a lot of people, there's a reason I have raid face. <laughs> there's a reason I have, like. I have raid life. Like, when I'm, like, progressing, it's just, like, the, the walls end, like, here. Like, my monitor, walls end. And it's just, like, okay. Until we win. <laughs> pretty much i have to i have to be it. and i have to do i want to do it before everybody else starts starts figuring it out like that's right. that's a big thing so you so you like the accomplishment basically i like the accomplishment but i also the irony in being someone who makes stuff that helps people out is mm -hmm. that i don't want to be the person who's being helped out i want it to be i want to be on the forefront you can't take help can you can't take help. i can take it don't get me wrong i've googled plenty of achievement guides in my life but <laughs> When it comes to like a, a raid fight, I was like, no, I will figure. This I, I want to be first. Out. I want to be first to figure it out and then help the people. Yeah, I that, want to yeah. figure it out. It doesn't even seem fun until it's done. Like the All whole right. time, I'm just like, 
Oh my god, how the fuck did you die to that? Oh my fucking god, heal me! Oh, why are you dead? And then it's like, okay, we won. Yes! Yes! I make that exact noise. So that's your that's your geek cry. And more butts. And more butts. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, you've heard our reasons, but a lot of people have different reasons. They they like the challenge. They just like hanging out with friends. Um, you like gear. I mean, that's another. I mean, well, in terms of leveling, yeah, you're gonna like the gear, of course. If it unless it has shit stats. You know what? Why I don't care so much about loot. Going back why? to my answer, because you're bringing up gear again, and it's <laughs> like. As soon as I beat the fight, I don't give a fuck about the loot till I need the loot for the next fight. It's like, I beat, it's like... Technically, isn't it going towards the next fight, though? But, I mean, at that point, it's like, for that raid tier, it's like, as long as I get it in the next six months, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm in no rush to get this full... Because what the fuck am I going to do with this gear? I'm going to wait fucking however many months till the next fight comes out. When then everyone else is going to just... Everyone else is just going to go farm it and get whatever remaining pieces they had, and it's whatever, you know? That's why the loot... That's And besides that, a lot of people hate the whole linear progression, the whole uh, the whole vertical progression. That's why I, I don't give a shit about vertical progression, because the loot is like a non-factor to me. It's just cool to get, but it's like, it's not my motivation. So it's easier to not give a shit about vertical progression. That's for me, at least. I somewhat give a shit about the loot. Somewhere. I know I've seen I've seen you get the the spear from from turn thirteen. Yeah, I put that in the yeah, yeah in, in the the dream video the dream video, yeah. which by the way, shout out to one year of dream. I'll say it at the Woo! end. Sorry. Yeah, one year of dream. Today. One year of dream, and, and, and we almost have one year of stay in the realm. Did we start to stay in the realm four weeks after dream? Yes, literally one month after dream. That's all. It was, it was a lot of planning, but we'll we'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah, we'll talk about but, that. Yeah. Um, yeah, whatever reason you have of wanting to get into rating, like, it doesn't matter what it is, except please don't say I don't know. Yeah, if, if you say I don't know, then you probably you, don't. You probably ain't about that You life. probably are, like, so on the fence, but you're, like, on the side of not doing it. Like, that's what side of the fence you're on. Like, just really think about what you want to get out There's, of it. You have to get, want to get something. Like, you can't just be like, I don't know, I just do it. Just do it! I can't see the squat flex. Yeah, sorry. I knew, I know it was there. I could feel the squat flex. As long like, as you felt it. The energy of it. But I couldn't see it. So there you go. Yeah, but as long as you have a reason. Like, it, it doesn't matter how small or grand it is. Just have a purpose to, your own purpose to rating. And that's important because you can't know what kind of environment you want to raid in if you don't even know why you want to raid. Like, how are you going to, like, of the statics that are recruiting, maybe you qualify, but these people have, are nothing like you. They have, not, they have completely different goals. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important to know your goals. That's why you see a lot of statics where people find out after they start raiding, we wanted different things. Yeah. Because they just don't even bother to identify it for themselves in the first place. Yeah, so that's the big reason why you want to, make, you want to have your own purpose because you want like-minded people. If you have like-minded people, your, your, raid, your raid team is probably going to go a long way. If not, shit's going to start to break down, and you'll start to see it. Now, the thing about – and I'll say this. Like, you could have the perfect raid team. Y'all could clear content, no problem. But y'all could still have different purposes for raiding. And um, 
Um, we've seen that. We've seen really, really good raid teams who clear the content break up. It happens. Group one Y. <laughs> no, I knew that I they they I, I already know. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's important to have that purpose. And really when you when you when you think about why you want want to raid, be honest with yourself. Be honest. If you want the gear, say you want the gear. I'm not gonna lie. I want the fucking gear. I want the fucking gear. I'm not gonna lie. Like, why do why do I want to raid? I I like the challenge. I like I like being there with a group of people. You know, give me the gear. Give me the fucking gear. I want that damn gear. Maybe the title. That's the back end of it. I don't even think about the title. Wait, I have a title for this shit. I have a title for this shit. You don't get a title for a four savage. Is that why? No. Broke up. No. 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 You do get something far more important though. Yes. Yes, you do. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty much like a, a job matching service. And we don't use job in the 14 cents. We mean job is in job, the real job. world. Your, the job, your job, job. Yeah. yeah, you just gotta just just be honest. Like like Sly just said, you gotta be honest with yourself. Because if you're not, you're gonna be unhappy. And the seven people you're playing with are gonna be unhappy. When you find out you're so unhappy, you don't want to play with those seven people. And they gotta look for an eighth again. Right. That's gonna fuck it up. Now we get to the second question. You are all right. You figured out your purpose, like you know why you want the raid. I like the loot. Okay, what kind of commitment are you willing to put forth? Like, yes, the word commitment. You're not getting married, but this still requires commitment. It is a fucking relationship, though. (laughs) I'll admit, this is a friendship with seven other people you're maintaining. Yeah, that's that's a lot of personalities in one group. (laughs) Like eight people in a group. That's a lot of personality. So. Like that's you, why I don't want twenty four man like difficult raids because that's too much personality. That yeah, I ain't gonna say shit in a twenty four man to- race. Toxic alliance chat. It's always fun. <laughs> it's it's so fun just to look at alliance chat, just see all the salt. But yeah, you really have to um, think what commitment like are you willing to like put forward in this? Like how uh, how many days per week are you willing? And it's not just about a time thing. Um, and we don't even have this in the notes, but another th- thing I thought about was not just the time commitment, but leadership. Because that is oh, a thing. Oh, yeah. That is a thing in raids. It's like, when okay, and this is probably for the person who is making the raid group. If you're going, okay, if you're going to make this raid group, fine. You have, like, you, as the raid group uh, creator slash leader, you have to be the most committed out of everybody else. You have to have ten times the commitment everybody else does. I mean, I, I can't, I can't speak on that. I've seen it from experience. I know how how much stress a race leader has. Like, what do you, what do you? I think? can tell you that. Uh, so I, when I worked in New York City, I had a manager. His name was Vic, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the most committed person there, next to uh, one of the other managers that I didn't work under directly, Will, and. They literally did so much shit, and I was like, "Just give me a piece of that. I don't, I don't want all of it. I know you're my manager. I'm gonna take this piece, and now you don't have to worry about that. You worry about the other nine things, and I'm gonna make this piece mine because this piece is gonna turn into ten pieces, and I don't want a hundred pieces. So I'm gonna manage the SharePoint, 
and you do that other stuff. All right, I'll, I got these things. Those are your things. Because I was like, I don't want any part. That's why I don't lead. That's why I don't fucking lead. I don't. I don't have the time and the patience for that shit. And then the other side of that is, in terms of commitment, in terms of leadership and commitment, it goes so differently for a casual raid group and a world first raid group. Now, see, I can speak more along the middle of that spectrum a little bit. Mike can speak on the commitment of a world first raid group. What what is it like? Oh man. <laughs> so okay, Sly, so you want to get an idea of the commitment? Mm-hmm. All right. I could either you know let's let me go towards what I'm doing what I'm doing for three point two. Okay. Um, I put it in order for crafting the other day. I don't want to buy all this stuff, so I put it in order for crafting. Mm-hmm. I had to obviously take the time to farm Gil for all this stuff. 300 steam staff, 300 girls. I'm sorry, fish, what? 300 steam staff, 300, 300, 300, 300 sweet fish, 300 urchin loaf, 300 draconian potions, 300 X potions. I don't say I should order 600 X potions because I went through easily 1200 potions in Prague, like just using them just over and over. Just so you potions? did all this crafting. No, I commissioned all this crafting, but this is my responsibility as part of the prep. Now, you, so you have a food bitch. And I'm sorry, sorry, I'm not gonna call. It, that's not what, a, that's he's what not I, a he's not a bitch. He's probably here, so you probably don't. I'm, I'm not gonna call him a food bitch because that's basically what I called ours. Here's here's food bitch. But that's the first part. So first okay. of all, you have to be willing, prep wise, to prepare everything. Don't just be like, I'll buy pots when the fucking. When the fucking servers go live. No, you go get those things before people start jacking the price up because people are raiding again. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be a fool. And don't wait like, what if there's a recipe that makes three of them now? No, fuck it. Just go get the next one. Just go get them. Mm-hmm. So first, no, we're talking about world prog here. We're not talking about regular raiding, guys. We're talking about world prog. You need a lot of fucking gill for world prog. Now, on yeah. top of that, I had to save up 70 mil. I have 70 mil about right now. I would have 70. Actually, I'm at 67, but... Three mil disappeared because I had to buy shit for someone. I had to buy shit from someone because they were making it for me and I wouldn't take it for free. Sly. But anyway. Yeah, that's why I made that fucking face. Yeah, I know. Um, and so, and that, that amount of gill is actually there to buy crafted gear when the game, when, uh, when the patch first goes live. I'm not going to wait for the prices to drop on those. I'm going to grab them as soon as they seem necessary or as soon as they are available. So you need a lot of gill for World Prog. Then you gotta work with the raid group, and you gotta be like, "All right, well, we're taking Prog seriously. How many hours we ought to put in the whole fucking day? How many breaks do we take? Three? Great." <laughs> Wait, did y'all have scheduled fucking breaks? Yeah. Okay. Continue. I've been I've been doing scheduled breaks since 2.0 though. To me, to me, none of this is new. But I'm ex- but I'm I'm explaining it in hyperbole to everyone else. Well, I can't say I can't be surprised at that because we kind of had a scheduled break ourselves. But go ahead. Yeah. So you schedule the break. You take that break, and while you're on that break, do you know what you're usually doing? You're not eating. You're not, you know, taking a shower. You do that right before you go to sleep in ten minutes because you don't got time to waste on a fucking break unless you really need it to focus and wake up. You are probably going to look back at everyone's fuck ups over the past however many hours you just raided. And be like, what can we do to fix this? What can we do? Is there a better way to do this? You're reviewing footage. You're probably consulting with anyone else who you're like, 
you know, working together with, you know, like Elysium's a whole free company. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you if there's anyone else who you can, you know, shoot the shit with, you do that. You are your your life is that for at least a week. That's it. That is that is your life for at least a week. Average daily hours rating in the world first problem. It depends. You can go anywhere from 16 to 19 a day. Which is why when people say it's, oh man, it took me 60 hours to get my anima. This shit's too long. I'd be like, motherfucker. Let me tell you about 60 hours right now. That was fucking three <laughs> days for me. That was three and a half days for me. That's. The closest yeah. thing to unpaid charity work. We do the <laughs> challenge. Except that you don't do charity for the challenge. I'd say it's a little different. Oh, man. Now, that being said, that's and World by First Group. Colby okay. is from the World First Group, and he just said he needed to wank to decompress. I mean, you have an hour. Oh. That's like a, that's like a tw- that's, that's like that's that like long one, of a break. That's like one twelve. I'd imagine he had hour breaks. That's oh, like one twelfth of a break. <laughs> like one twelfth of a break right there now again that's world first prog <laughs> that's world that, first prog that sentence following up that statement that's world first prog that, that's kind of the crazy shit you're, you're not gonna, taking an hour you're, you're gonna over. you're gonna hear like you're gonna hear some crazy shit like that i i've heard of people you know almost having fucking nervous breakdowns in in prog oh, I've, had, I've almost had nervous breakdowns yeah easy easy like that's that level of commitment. And then you, you kind of scale it down a bit. You, if you're not doing World First Prog... None of this matters. None of that matters. Make your own schedule. Be reasonable. Don't try to kill yourself over, over Raid. Because you're not, you're not in a World First race. You're not. So you don't have to, you don't have to be that serious. Um, nope. Yeah, determine the amount of commitment you're willing to give. Okay, I, how many hours are you willing to put forth? How many days? Because some people just raid one day. For... I personally don't recommend more than a week. Like, more than a week of the hardcore prog. Right. If we're talking about regular prog, when the patch first comes out, that first week, even I think for the lower groups, needs to be different than every other week after. Right. Because it's, unless you're going to beat it in, in two, three weeks, like, you can't devote a shit ton of time. And I think a lot of people try to over-devote time to, uh, to non-world prog. So... On that, do you think there's a happy medium for, like, the lower? Um, I think that there's a lot of groups that kind of want to go just two or three nights. I think I think that's a healthy amount to go, two or three uh-huh. nights, two lockouts. I think that's, if you're not serious about prog at all, I think that's where I would put it most of the time. And that gives you time for friends. It gives you time for family, time for, uh-huh. you know, personal responsibilities. You can still go to work every day. Um, and it's scheduled ahead of time, so you never have to worry about... Uh, running into that. It's the problem is when you do two or three nights, what ends up happening if your group isn't progressing is somebody just bullshits the group, makes a pl- makes plans and says, "Shit, guys, sorry, my fucking grandmother's dog has diarrhea. I can't, I can't come. I left, <laughs> I left my, I left my baby brother at the ball pit in McDonald's. I and he's not, and I went back and he wasn't there. I gotta go, I gotta go around and put flyers up. Like people start making bullshit excuses when you only go two, three nights a week, and then the other people get frustrated. Uh, well, that's true. But okay, for example, our group went. My, my old group went four days, Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. We had that. Like people did have actual shit to do. Like you know, 
real life shit. So it was it's okay to accommodate ahead of time if you let your group. It's it, again, it's like a job. You let your group know ahead of time, they'll probably be fine with it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta communicate. Don't just like one thing I always had issues with is um, my Skype on my phone. If I leave it on, I'm always concerned it's gonna it's gonna go off too much. And you know this problem mm. because we had this with Twitter. Uh, where you know you have notifications, but if I turn the notifications off, then I don't get the information that I need. So I'm stuck somewhere in the in the middle ground, and that's something that you kind of got to think about too. Do right. you have a dedicated time where you're checking Skype or, or a spreadsheet or something like that? And you can do that in two three minutes. You don't need to actually like plan it out too much. Just make sure you're actually doing it. And on the again on the topic of communication, with in terms of communication and commitment, and this isn't really well. I. I would say that this is something the raid leader should do, maybe. But VOIP. Just use Discord. It's fucking free. <laughs> have raid, something. Have something set up. Have Discord's something also, set up. You also have to make sure it's something that um, if people have issues on their computer, they have something nearby. Like something like TeamSpeak or Discord's good or Mumble because you can put it on your phone. Right. And if you need to, as shitty as it is, like if you're if the internet on your phone is just fucking off, then and you can't run too many programs on it then just do it like just have an alternative yeah and then especially if one of those services is like we're down or your server is fucked up you need a backup so you take the free you take maybe one paid route one free route one free route and you just make it work somehow but all in all with the commitment you have to you have to be prepared to compromise yeah. There has to be a lot of compromise. Again, seven other people. Um, not everybody's going to be at the same standard as yourself. So, you know. Be willing to compromise. Be willing to compromise. Again, jobs, kids, you know. Bacon, fireballs, <laughs> ladder, <laughs> fireworks. I had to go with the John Cena route Thank there. You. I had Thank to you. Go there. Um, you know what else yeah, is like, another commitment I had to make? I just mm -hmm. thought about it. I had to level an alt that was equally as geared as my main. Why? Uh, so a lot of people don't know that this is a thing or, or not willing to do it. I've been doing it since 2.2. Um, you have a main and an alt. And what you do is you start clearing the raid with your main. You know, you get a few pieces done. Maybe if you can, you clear the alt that same week. Mm -hmm. The following week, what you'll do is you'll bring you need, all eight people need to do this. If one of them doesn't do it, you're fucked. Okay. Four people go on their mains and four people go on their alts. Mm -hmm. All of the loot, and you split people up, like one tank is on his main, one's on his alt. One melee DPS on his main, one on his alt. Or like one ninja, one bard, because they both use dexterity accessories. Like you split mm -hmm. them. You funnel all the gear onto the mains and anything that they absolutely can't use, you put on the alts. And then you switch. Hmm. And you do that four mains, four alts again. And you do the same thing. So basically, if you're looking at it, your eight mains just got twice the loot for the week. Or twice the potential for loot. In the week. I've been doing that since 2.2. So that's definitely a commitment you may want to make. Not everyone makes it. And it's no. honestly, it, the payoff is not always there because it's RNG. Yeah, doing, it's, it really seems like it, diminishing returns, though. You're doing it to try and mitigate RNG, pretty much. And some people also then take those alts and they raid with other groups and whatnot. And they try helping other groups. I've seen that a lot, too. Eventually, they just help other groups with those alts instead. Yeah, it just, to me, it just seems like diminishing returns. It works though. It's worked since two point. It's it worked in two point two, two point four. I kind of got into the scene late for that prog, um, a week late at the very least. 
Uh, but it's definitely something that you can consider. I don't think everyone needs to make that, but mm -hmm. it's definitely if your group is all eight willing to do it, it can it can lead to more raid hours, more time together with your raid group. It can also lead to you kind of having something more to do in the game. Right. So. But back to the central issue, you have to ask yourself, what kind of commitment are you willing to put in and what are you expecting out of this? And this is for the people who are thinking about it or don't. To win. I want to win. Can okay. Win? We got to win. Got to win. Win, 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 no matter what. I see you were going for it. I knew it. Yeah. I, I, saw, I saw the lips, the way your lips DJ were moving. DJ Cali. like, I knew smart. it. You're DJ smart. Cali. That's what I'm talking about. You smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah the commitment is is a big part i don't think it's the last part though because there's uh there's so much that because it doesn't matter just because you equal what are you you're looking at me like what you slide no slag i don't know no keep going what nope all right anyway moving on just because mm -hmm. you're as committed and you happen to fit in the right time slot to someone else you may not be as good as the people that you're playing with, or they may not be up to your skill standards. Or they may want to progress faster than you, and you may want to progress slower, which sounds stupid because who wants to progress slow? Some people like the slow ride. This, this is kind of it's kind of a touchy subject. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it can be really touchy because who, in my opinion, in my opinion, I mean, I like for someone new, someone new in the chat who may wants to raid, and they try out because that that's a thing. Like you, you just really with serious like mid tier to world first pro groups, it's not. Hey, I want to raid. Can I join you? Sure. No, no. That works in the lower tier, and if they're happy with it, go for it. Go for it by all means, but they have to see what you can do. They have to know like what your what your skill set is, like what you what you're missing, things like that, and see where you fit in with the group. Like tryouts are a thing. So there is And but people the thing, hate that. People hate that, that it can get it gets that serious. Like a lot of people have you ever had someone ask you, Can I join your raid? Can I raid with you guys? Just they seriously, they're asking you that. And you mm -hmm. tell them, no, if you'd like to if you'd like to raid in our free company, please go to the website, fill out the application form, please submit video footage of yourself performing on your job. And you're like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> exactly. And a lot of people are like that. At first I was like, Seriously? Application? Wait. Taking this way to, too seriously, bro. Do I, have to, do I have to fill out a W-4? Do you want my social security? Um, do you want to see my Yo, that's resume? not funny. I knew a link shell in Final Fantasy XI that you needed to submit your credit card information. In order I'm to, sorry, what? In, in order to buy characters. I remember there was a link shell in Final Fantasy XI where you needed to put in your credit card because you needed to be willing to buy characters. So they needed to have your credit card information. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking funny. That's too serious. That was too fucking serious. That's too serious. But I tell you the story about the time this guy got banned for botting a level 10 enemy after he had paid $500 for the character three days prior. No. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Oh, man. But, yeah, 
you can kind of see how it may like with the whole application thing it may look a little serious again it's like a job you are like with the mid-tier to world first prog groups you, you have to try out you have to you know let them know what you are what you can do what you bring to the table so that means you know actually running with them seeing how you perform and whatnot now with that the thing is they still might be like and this is not this isn't world first prog this is just a, a kind of mid-tier and blow groups but they might be progging themselves like they might be progressing themselves and if you try out and they don't clear like sometimes you might feel like absolute shit oh my god oh my god they didn't clear i didn't do my job no no don't feel like that as long as you're doing what you think you're capable of doing and bringing to the table you should be fine you you really should be fine and i would say that with this don't stress over it please don't stress if they if they like you they like you if they don't fuck them i remember when i first trialed in death and taxes after playing with legacy for a long time uh, oh. i knew death and taxes back from world of warcraft i had a friend who was a top 10 uh was a top 10 raider not in death and taxes but he kept me well appraised and i remember i was trying out and i was like god damn fucking they are gonna hate me <laughs> But I got there, and we beat 10, 11, and 12 on week two, the second, you know, in the, in the night. They had already beaten it the week prior. And then I was like, so uh, how's, how's, my, how's my trial going, guys? Mm -hmm. In the middle of the night, and they're just like, no, you're good. You're here. You're good. You can stay on the server. And I was like, yes, yes. It's, a, it's such a freeing experience to not be on trial anymore. <laughs> that, was, that was such a good fucking feeling. Oh, man. But yeah. with... They had to test it. They had to try me out. I right. had to transfer to that server and try out to then potentially not get the spot and then be... I'm, luckily, I would have been on Gilgamesh, so luckily, mm -hmm. I didn't end up on, like, Behemoth or something. But... <laughs> this Sly's I'm sure there are nice groups on Behemoth, too, Sly. I just don't know them personally. Yeah, because you're on Hollywood Greg. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. that's, and that can be, that's probably the toughest thing is people who try out, like, th that's why some people are so hesitant to do tryouts, because sometimes it costs you $18 to try out. I'm sorry, what? Sometimes it costs you eight, that's how much a server transfer costs, it costs you $18. Oh, I thought you were talking about something. No, else. I'm not saying you gotta pay the group to try, uh, we would like to try you out, but first we're gonna need a down payment. Yeah, like the application <laughs> fee. It's like, yeah, here's an $18 application fee, um. <laughs> Oh, I was about to say, good lord. Oh, uh, okay. No, right. no, 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 no. But I mean, okay. that that's another thing that can be really, really intimidating. And unfortunately, it's all part of trying to find people at the right skill level and find people that are as committed as you are. That's just another part of it. It goes hand in hand. And when you say that, when you talk about that, it's the time factor plays into it. Because with, with that, you're talking about people who might not be, who might not be as skilled and then you're willing to take slower progression and you know the people who are skilled but might not have the time now what i do notice is like happy for you you for example okay. you have you have one day per week to raid right who know one day sometimes i mean i i mean it's one day oh it's we're planned for one day every week sometimes there's there's reasons to like bring our alts in 
later mm-hmm. in the week or somebody needs your help later in the week and that creates a second raid night but that's more during your downtime that's not planned or anything that's hey. all right is anyone actually free and able to do this not hey clear your schedule because i need you to fucking raid so yeah one night one night a week after it's cleared you assume you'll beat it in an hour hour and a half maybe one or two spaghetti okay so do you know that like do you think that the well well really it's for the people who do, who have already cleared it, you know, you can't afford to have that one night a week luxury. Mainly, this is for the people who are progressing, trying to determine how many nights are we going to stretch this out. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, one thing that gets kind of rough. I've noticed when people are trying to do that, how long are we going to stretch it out? One thing I've noticed that leads to a lot of animosity or a lot of angst is when somebody proposes at the end of a raid night, can we go tomorrow? It's not scheduled, but can we go? Because mm-hmm. if you're that guy or that girl, who doesn't have the availability the next day, but oh, everyone else does, all of a sudden it's like, fuck, I was really hoping someone else was going to say no, so that way I could just join in with them. <laughs> and then you have to wonder, shit, do I say no? And then these seven people are like, fuck, this one person is ruining our raid schedule, <laughs> which people do, even though it's not on the schedule. Or do I just say yes and cancel my other plans? And then people get really fucking, they get anxiety over this shit, because they're like, no. Like people, like they're gonna hate me or things like that. Like it's it's not it's not bueno. It's not bueno. It's definitely not bueno. Keep to your schedules, ladies and gentlemen. Always. It's, I remember we had we had an issue. We it happened a few times where, and I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of other groups have had this happen. Okay. Where that one person just disappears they're not there they're, they're not there you i love know where they're, they're not you don't know where they're at you cannot reach them any any way shape or form you try to call them facebook anything skype text skype. call and all of yeah. a sudden they and all of a sudden they call you like 30 minutes late and they're just like sorry i fell asleep <laughs> with my phone on silent it's happened oh yeah that that happens to every group Especially when you're going like 16 hours a day and you got one hour breaks, people are like, "I'll just take a quick nap." I'll just take. <laughs> oh shit, I'm late. Okay, there we go. And another issue is, you know, um, asking if people are willing to bring up newer or less experienced players. That's a huge thing because mm. most people are not. I have an immense amount of respect for Zeno. I don't know if you see him do this, but a lot of the times he just goes to the party finder just to try and teach groups. He's got the fucking patience. Like, yes. I've, do- I've done that, and a lot of the times, people just quit mm-hmm. after two or three runs. But he'll actually sit there and remake the fucking group until they win. God, why aren't a lot of people like that? Zito will make an excellent sensei. Oh, he can make an he'll, excellent Tim. He'll make an excellent Tim. <laughs> he'll make an excellent senpai. Yeah, there we go. There senpai. you go. He, he's going to be a good groups. Yeah. yeah, on Greg, we call them traps. Trap groups because it's a trap. You're like you tell people, yeah, come into this rave group. We're just doing a one and two. You'll get out in no time. Nope, <laughs> we're here for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a trap. Yeah, that's definitely a trap. Yeah, uh, and, and then the other issue in every every rave group, no matter how good they are, has oh, this yeah. saltiness. Oh my god, the salt salt levels, yeah, just salt levels so it, high. Just 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 
take a, a sodium meter because those exist and put it on your arm so you can calculate it. Yeah, all these fucking spices. Y'all decide to be fucking salty. Yeah. Can it be paprika or like no. can it Margarine? at least be seasoned salt so like you have a bit of taste? Yeah. There you go. There, like with with progression, there's gonna be a lot of salt. Oh yeah. A lot of finger pointing. A lot of this, a lot of that, a lot of yelling. And you got to be able to take it. If somebody says to you, hey, you're not doing enough. You, gotta, you can't just be like, you got to be like, okay. You got to be tough skin a little bit. It, I hate to say it, with, with like mid-tier to world first prog, you have to have some tough skin. Oh, yeah. And don't stay silent. No. Talk, talk to your fucking raid group about you. Use your words. Use your words. Any any excuse he has to say it, he just fucking says it. Use your outside voice. No, you're inside. That's rude. No. That's poor. That's that's some southern loving and advice right there. Yeah. That's what that shit is right there. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't be afraid to speak. Please don't be afraid to speak. Um. But I feel like. There, there's a fine line to it. There's a fine line when, it, like, it kind of causes arguments. You know. Oh, it doesn't just cause arguments. It causes fucking righteous man. The the story of our missed world third always comes up when I think of arguments because mm -hmm. man, that fucking caused chaos when we missed world third by five hundred health. Oh my god. And it's because two people died on the last Pharaoh fluid. Oh my god. It was the hardest. We had LB2 and everything. Uh, there, like, we literally all stepped away from our computers shaking. Like, angry at people and angry at ourselves. And just, like, we wanted to punch holes in walls and shit. Like, everyone uh -huh. was on fucking edge. But everyone also wanted to get back in. Not everyone was able to go right back in after something like that. And mm -hmm. that is, like. That's that's rough. That's rough, man. You but you have to be able to come back from it eventually and just realize yeah. it was you were angry, you were heated, it was a tantrum, whatever whatever it is you want to call it. Yeah, I actually have I actually have a little bit of a, a work story because work raid related. Um when I was at the office, I had a manager. He 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 was kind of younger. Um kind of smug, kind of smug, and then one of my coworkers who was older and like the manager, the way, the way he talked to him was kind of, you know, it was kind, it was kind of fucked, a little bit fucked up, and you could tell something was off. And then one day he had it, and like they were in the conference room, and he said, "I've had fucking enough. I'm tired of you talking to me this fucking way." And he just storms out of the room, and then our owner was in back in the other room. And he, he he just peeks in, just just calmly with a smile, and he says, "You know you had to go. You know you know you're gonna have to go back in there, right?" <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you, and it goes with the same with raid. You're you're gonna have to go back in with these people. <laughs> like no matter how salty you get, whatever you say, can't really can't take it back. But you still gotta raid with these fucking people. I mean, unless they kick you fucking out, but. You still gotta, you still gotta raid with these people. So, and when like... you're and when you're raiding with these people, mm -hmm. you have to ask yourself: Are these people as driven as I am to win? It goes back to that goes back to 
what it is you want out of the group. There's so many little variables that come into making a stable rigor. Because don't get me wrong, you can ignore all this shit and you can go raid and you can go fucking beat the fights. You can ignore all this shit and go get it done. But I guarantee you, at some point, shit's going to crumble and it's going to happen over and over and over and over mm -hmm. again. There are people who do not give a shit about any of this. And they're just like, fuck it, I go in a raid, whatever. And then raid group, you know, raid this raid group, now I'm in this raid group, now I'm in this raid group, now I'm in this raid group. Can't be, you you can't be a free agent all your life. You can't be a five dollar raid whore. Yeah, you just can't. You just can't be you a free can, agent. You can't be Carmelo player. Anthony. I'm sorry. There you go. Sports, sports. There we go. Yeah, and definitely but, do not play Monopoly with your raid members. You will not get along ever again. That was a thing. No, no. but somebody said nothing ruins relationships like more than Monopoly, and I believe in that. That's true. I see Mario friendships. Party. I don't Mario know, the game of life used to piss me the fuck off because I'd Mario Party ruins friendships and relationships. I would take the game of life, like, I'd be like, okay, this is the card that I drew, and these motherfuckers are digging through the deck and picking out their job, and I'm like, you cheating sons of bitches. That's not how life works. Be a fucking man. Be a fucking man. But with the whole drive thing, like, how bad are you... How bad do you really want it? Dio, how bad do you want it? You want that loot, but how bad do you want it? Pain. Huh? And look at yourself in the mirror when you say it. If you're a DPS, have you parsed yourself out? Have you had someone parse you out? Have you asked any other DPS for tips? I've done it. I've had to do it. I'm not ashamed to say it. And that's part of drive. Willingness to improve is part of drive. And so many people have no willingness to improve. Like, no, this is how I play the game. Well, guess what? There's seven other people that are playing the game, too. And now you got to think about them. Yeah, I mean, people in, even people in your group ask, what am I doing wrong? What can I do? What can I do to accommodate you? Anything. You and don't, uh, and don't be like the 800 DPS monk that says to the Astro, it's because you don't ever give me the balance. No, he's not giving you the balance because you're fucking 800 DPS. <laughs> He would like he would actually give it over like give it over to the probably the goon. He'd probably give it to the warrior. <laughs> At that point, he's like, alright, well, the warriors. There you go. That did happen in fucking Ravana though. Like, I'll give it to you, Sly. I'm like, why? I'll take it. But okay. <laughs> Just because I had more DPS at the time, so I'm yeah. really hoping because we gotta eventually talk about how this mostly applies to Gordius. And that Midas is not going to be as intense as this. But people are going to still treat it like it's as intense as Gordius, which is bullshit. No, it, 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 people will. And it'll only be that top tier, though. If I see people bitching that Paladin doesn't do enough DPS to do Midas, like, there's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something that I couldn't come up with. I was gonna say punch a hole in the wall, but I said that already. I want it to be original. Punch a baby? No, I'm not going to punch a baby. Sly. This is California. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I but, just better not see some of these same complaints. But a lot of these things still do apply because raid yeah. groups, doesn't matter how much easier it is if your raid group completely disagrees in all ideal ideology with each other, then it's going to fucking fall apart. But Mike, Mike, I have the drive, but I don't have the time. Okay, then you find a raid group that requires less time. Like you can't, you can't magically have more time 
Unless you're wasting that, that, time and saying you have no time. But it's a fair assessment. It's a fair... I'm if you're say, standing outside of your house, if you're standing outside of your in-game house and trying to figure out what walls look best and say, I, I don't have time, you have time, okay? But it's a it's a fair statement to hear. I and mean, A lot of people do it have is. this... Do, do say this. We're, like, a, a lot of us are adults. We don't... We don't... Ha- like, a lot of us aren't lucky to have the time to you know, play video games for a living or have jobs that will allow, you know, time off for progression or things like that, you know. So is it, is it fair for a raid leader to expect, like, a spot-on amazing team if you, if you give them Use your words. three hours, three hours, three hours, three, three, hours, hours, a day, three hours a day, Four days a week, is that yeah, is that fair? That's fair. Mm-hmm. I feel like in twelve hours a week you can get a hell of a lot done. When it's the other, imagine- but what? Okay, all right. What about when the others are available? You know, eight hours a day, seven days a week. Okay, so what are they going to do in that in those off time? They can improve themselves in that off time and then bring it to the raid. That's still technically raid time because one thing that that doesn't happen if you're when you're raiding nonstop is you got to make sure you practice ahead of time because you're not going to stop raiding in the middle. And be like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me go hit this dummy for three minutes just to remind myself what I, how I, or try to improve myself before we go back in. That's something you can do in your spare time, and that's that. It speaks to your character, right? So the point here we're trying to make is like if you are that outlier who only has that little bit of time, you kind of have to think about those you're a, you're gonna pug it. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna pug it. You're gonna look for pickup groups. You're going you're gonna to say, hey, I'm skilled. I don't have a lot of time. Pickup groups are my only way to progress. That's what I'm going to do. And but then you look at, and then you look at Gilgamesh and you transfer there. <laughs> but we're talking for, about that person who does have the group, who has that group, has a little bit of time, but everybody else has all the time in the world. Then, like, then why did they accept that? That's not even why did this person join this group. Why did that person get accepted into this group? That's on the leader. It's on the leader, but it goes back to, you know, compromise. See, but there's a a difference between you compromising for someone who has a lot less time Mm -hmm. versus somebody who has a good amount of time but a little bit less than what you guys were expecting. So people are like, okay, instead of eight, we go five hours maybe. Maybe that's like the kind of group. It's like, okay, Okay. you know, we're not hardcore. We just have the time, so we wanted to do eight. But if we can do five, that's definitely doable. That's different than this motherfucker only goes once a week three hours for three hours, and we all want to go way different than that. I'll throw in the skill part of the argument too. Whereas this person, you know, the person who doesn't have the time, might be a little bit more skilled than the others. What do you do then? What do you do? That I mean, that person, they're skilled on their job. They're skilled on more jobs than they they try to help the other people out. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you're... Like, some, there are some times where there's the difference is so drastic where you don't even have to be the same job as the other person to help them. Right. Like, that's like the dragoon that does 1,300 and the monk that does 1,000, and the dragoon sees the monk not using Forbidden Chakra at the start and I just automatically saving it for purification. It's like, bro, 
You don't need to save it for purification all the time. A lot of fights you don't need purification. Use for Chakra. That's a little bit right there. I'm noticing that your demolish is falling off. You know you're supposed to do snap, snap, demolish, not snap, 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 demolish. You don't wait till it fully falls off to start the next combo. Touch of death is falling off. You know you can see those things without even needing to know how to play the job mm-hmm. and help people improve. But if it's a slight difference, then you need to be the one who's encouraging that other person. Like, hey, you know, even try just bringing up to them what you improved about yourself just to get on the topic. Just be like, hey, yo, I was hitting this dummy, and, you know, I hit, I started trying different levels of skill speed, and I got, I found out that if I do this, I get an extra Jure Skogul uh, at this exact point in the fight, which I can use to push this this mechanic. Mm-hmm. And then all, and then the other person, you're at least on the topic without judging the other person, the other person goes, yeah, I should really do that. It's like, so go, so go do it. You're talking to me right now. I mean, it, that's just a big part. And then sometimes it's down to mechanical skill. That right. wasn't a, that wasn't as big of a thing here, but I mean, it was still a pretty big thing for for Gordius. Midas, it's going to be more important to be mechanically skilled than it is to be skilled at DPS, unless you're like pushing for first, because it's going back to the days of Quail, where mechanic like turn nine people who just couldn't do mechanics, they didn't end the fight for you, but they made everything a hell of a lot more difficult by dying to the fucking uh, to the same fucking mechanic every time because they just couldn't grasp their head around it. There's a lot that goes into it. It's it's just it's not it's not more than one aspect. If you're stronger at one aspect than the other, embrace it, but still try to improve the other aspect. Don't just be like, ah, I'm mechanically good, fuck my DPS, or ah, my DPS is great, fuck mechanics, unless you're a black mage. Then it's okay. And then we like out of all this we've said, we've we talked about a lot in terms of rating. Out of all this, there's one big part. And we we covered a little bit of it, but how will the commitment commitment you put into rating affect your life life because you do again you do have a life outside Mel said of she you. wasn't watching right because <laughs> <laughs> this is where this com- this this topic is rough oh boy like it, yeah this question comes up a lot because we as gamers you know we get carried away no me beating Skyrim and and platinum it in seven days was not was not carried away. So oh I, wait, wait, so wait, I like I can give you an example of Skyrim. Oh, it, it was like what nine a.m. Wait, it's night. <laughs> wait, it's oh, twelve a.m. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's twelve a.m. How long have I been doing this? I know I've taken breaks. I didn't even, like, the time I played Skyrim, I did not look at the fucking clock at all. Like, there was so much I did. But, like, how, like it goes back to that. Because you, again, you, you, you might have a job. You might have, shit, you might you're have a baby. Go, you're making me go back and just nights at, like, 4 a.m. Like, shit, we're done raiding. What do you want to do, guys? Being in a room with all the same people. Let's go to fucking McDonald's at 4 in the morning. And then you go up, and the, the lady doesn't speak English properly. So you say, can I get some some cheesy tots? And she goes, you want orange juice? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, no, you said you wanted orange juice. No, I said, I want cheesy tots. Oh, cheesy tots. You want orange juice cheesy tots? I don't understand. That's what my 4 a.m.s looked like when I, when we got carried away when it came to MMOs back in the day. That was what carried away was. Yeah. So another part of carried away is, you know, people with jobs taking time off for Prague. Oh, yeah. Like you like you really had to sit down and think, OK, if you're going to take time off, that means you ain't got no vacation. 
this year. One, yeah, it means you ain't got no vacation. Two, is it paid time off? If it's a PTO, because I use PT, I use PTO all the time when I had to work mm-hmm. in the office. Loved it. So if it's not PTO, how much money are you missing? How much money are you going to be missing out on this paycheck? You got to fucking look at your income for the year if you're going to take time off to raid. Yeah. If it's not paid time off, and even then you still got to contemplate, especially if you're if you work a job like you're a server. Like, that's a week's worth of tips I didn't get? What do I usually average on tips per week? That's not good. Yeah. And then, you know, relationships, friends, family, you know, significant others. They might suffer because of Raid 2, depending on if you take it over the top. Who does that? Does anyone we know do that? Hmm, I wonder. It's really bad. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really bad. Especially because I, like, every part of me is like, okay. Like, my breaks are planned out. Like, I already, I already know what's happening on my breaks when, mm-hmm. when the patch goes live. I know I'm going to be eating during, you know, the, like, minute and a half you have when you leave the raid instance and you mm-hmm. go back into the, that's my eating time. <laughs> That's my eating time. I can get up and say, let me get water real quick before a pull, but I'm not going to, like, that's when it's like, give me the Chex Mix. Give me the Chex Mix. Now, let me ask you, like, in that, in that um, breath, do you have pre-prepared meals? or? Yeah, I usually, I usually prepare things ahead of time. So okay. I can literally just microwave it and then, uh, and then be done. Like, you have to do that. That's a big part of Prague again that you have to do. Is you, it's, we encourage you to plan meals. And cook ahead of time. No one wants you to die while you're progressing. Get bottled water so you can just have it next to the computer. Get pre-cooked meal. Get pre-made meals. Get some frozen meals if you have to. Fuck it. Get food. Don't ignore yourself. Take some vitamins. Vitamins. Yes, vitamins. Take some fucking vitamins. Be healthy. Don't... Don't be like Cartman and South be Park. Be healthy. <laughs> yes, really. Be get up and stretch your legs. In the hour break you have, get up and walk around. <laughs> be healthy. You get a fucking, see, Derby, you get a fucking George Foreman grill, a mini fridge oh. with chicken in it, and you just fucking do that. Now I kind of want a George Foreman grill. Be healthy. Be healthy. Eat. Nobody wants you to die, okay? We're not going to make you fight the same boss for 18 hours. Shout out to you, Yahoo News. We're not going to make you fight the same boss for 18 hours with no sustenance or or rest. Ma! Toilet! <laughs> Don't do that. No. Um, and then, you know, we, we say this... We say all these things, and we laugh, but it's real shit. Oh, yeah, it's real shit. It's real shit. Mm -hmm. Like, relationships have kind of been hindered by progression or, like... Oh, yeah, Mel and I have gotten to so many fights over over Prague. Many, many fights. And they're reasonable fights. It's not like you can look back at those and be like, no, that was bullshit. It's like, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. and then, what else can you say? <laughs> the day, the day responsibilities. 
Like, if you're living with other people, are you going to ask them to take on chores or responsibilities? So here's what you do. So that you one. can still do this? Here's what you do. Okay. There are some chores that are unavoidable that need to, need to get done. Like, okay. Whether it be cleaning the sink or wiping the, the tabletop with, like, uh, you know, disinfectant wipes and shit. Like, mm. there are basic cleanly things. What you do as the raider is you don't go near any of those things and you just centralize everything around the desk. Like Derby said, you get the George Foreman grill, you get the mini fridge, and you just don't dirty anything. You don't get crumbs any place. You be extra careful not to get no crumbs any place because you don't want to have to get up and go off the vacuum right now. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to do that, my man. You keep it centralized. You keep it around where it is. Because you don't want to make work for other people. You're not a dick. You just got a raid. In the end, <laughs> after all this, after you've checked off this list and you are about that life, you, you, you know, you are in a raid group. You, y'all are meshing so well. Like, you, you, you're in this raid group for a long fucking time. And, like, things maybe aren't working out. Okay, when things aren't working out. When do you throw? Well, okay, what are things that work out? They're working out with the raid group or working out in life? It could go both ways. It could go both ways. Things aren't working out. Um, when do you throw in the towel? You okay? So here's what you do to be respectable. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna throw in the towel, you go until they find someone else to replace you. You don't just fucking stop raiding. Don't be mm -hmm. that guy who just says no. I'm not logging on anymore. Be fucking respectful. All right. Log in. Do what you committed to do until someone else who's as committed comes along. Huh. But think that's why you think about all those things beforehand so that this shit doesn't happen to you right now. And then, as soon as they have it, you're like, okay, that's it. I fulfilled my commitment. What about the real-life side of it? The real-life side? The real-life side is you end up going back to your raid group and you're like, listen... We've been spending a lot of weeks on this, a lot more weeks than I expected that we would be going because we're not making the progress we want. It's affecting mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. We either need to reduce hours or I need a replacement immediately. Hmm. Really, if you, like, I feel, okay, the game side, the game side, I feel like you take it there, there's a certain point when you you know it's not working. You know it's not working. It hasn't been working for a while. Probably should have cut through an Intel a while back and just said, screw it. Now, this pretty much is the leader's decision. Right. Like whether or not to break up the raid group or something else. On a personal level, um, be tactful. If you feel like no, this might not be the raid group for you or things aren't working out how you pictured them. Talk. Use your words. Sly's favorite catchphrase. Can we get a shirt that says use your words on it? I'm, I'm trying to get one made. Okay, glad. I'm trying to, I, want, I want one. Okay. You, yeah, use your words. Like, let your raid leader know that, you know, I think this might not be the raid group for me. And that's fine. Just don't fucking stop logging on out of nowhere. Just, yeah, just just don't just don't respectable. Not show up for raid. Like 
I'm not showing up. Why? I quit. We had to replace you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not having Ray tonight. Go work on Anima. <laughs> oh, yeah. How, how's that going, by the way, Sly? Five out of eighty. About a five out of eighty. It's going. So I'm gonna catch up to you on my alt. Hooray! I got three. I got my three. So I I spent oh, thirty minutes. I, I spent thirty minutes a day in Gervanian Forelands, mm-hmm. and it took me like a week and a half to get the crystals from there. I went to Corthus thirty minutes later. All three, and I got two of them from the same exact fucking fate. And I mean that, like, I did it, it respawned 15 minutes later, I got it again from the same one. And then somebody else on my stream got it from that one. And I was like, do this fate. If you're in Corthus, do the one with the slime and the fucking flans. Do that one. You'll get it. I promise. Hmm. But, so we've... So, you have this checklist now. You Like, for those who are thinking about it, on the fence, don't have a raid group, don't raid. You have this checklist now. Yeah. Like you, you have this checklist of what you should look at. But the prime, the primary thing you you really should look at is it, it. You have to look at yourself. That's the main thing you really have to look at. And you have to lot ask a lot of questions about yourself, both in game and out of game, about yourself in terms of rating. Right. Like, I uh, want to. I want them. <sighs> shit. I want Lucky Brancho to see how many people be a one. Like, we talked about A4, but I wish we could track A1. Right. Because a lot of people got into raiding. A lot of people uh, want to raid. Like, if we look back at the final coil numbers, there were a lot of fucking final coil clears. Mm-hmm. But, man, that 1%. <laughs> so, Dervy said earlier in the chat that the if we had averaged those percentages, mm-hmm. that the total percentage of the community that had beaten A4 based on those statistics was 0.73%, even with the offset of the 5.2%. From the from the JP server, right? Yeah. Then again, you know, it goes back to the whole JP being the culture thing. Yeah. <sighs> but while, like, I want to hear, and we might get more into this in in uh, post show, but I want to hear like horror story, like not really necessarily horror horror stories, horrorless stories, horror. Excuse me. <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. But not necessarily horror so- stories from chat, but just stories of rating experiences in general. And we might get in- more into that. So if you have a story or you have an experience you want to share, we can we can talk about that in post show. Hang on tight. Hang on. Uh, hang on to those. Hang on to those. Hang on to those. Hang on to those. And stay for um definitely stay for uh post show. But oh, man. There is one. Why does it say butts in so many places in the show notes? Every I, was time the, I, I didn't. I didn't even say butts. I just said butt. And I know, just, but it says butts right where in the part of the show notes where it says butts. Who do you think put that there? Wasn't my ass. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't. But let's say it. Uh, we do have one final segment. Um, oh yeah, we did this yes. last week. Yeah, well, a quick conversation with Haps, and now this week I'm not gonna like. I did, I did want to go to um, the chat or Twitter for it, but I feel like I had an interesting topic 
uh, that came in in my stream chat last night and kind of goes hand in hand with um, rating. Okay. Moving servers. Oh, God. Why should you? I touched on this. I, why should you? When should you? Why should you? <laughs> okay, troll answer. Are you thinking of going to Gilgamesh? Yeah, then go. Okay, that's the troll answer. Okay. All right. The answer is always yes when it involves Gilgamesh. Okay. The real answer is people move server for no fucking reason 90% of the time. Hmm. They're just like, oh, I'm going to a different server. I don't even have a raid group lined up. I'm just going to go to this other server because I hear there's a group there I might be able to join. <laughs> oh, man. But with that, with that answer, you, you know, like, and I tell people this all the time, going to a particular server not going to name any names that you know might have a good raid scene doesn't guarantee you clear it doesn't yeah pretty much now um what do you feel are some valid reasons valid reasons for moving servers valid reasons for moving servers mm -hmm. you already have a raid group waiting for you on the server okay and that mo no, mostly only works if you're in the if you're in like the mid tier and you're not like going through the super crazy tryout mode and you know you're going to be there for some time. Right. You don't just go and think, "Oh, it'll be better. The grass is greener there." You need mm -hmm. to go thinking, "What experience do I have? What have I completed?" Like you can't just go, "I I never even went inside A1 Savage. I'm going to go to Gilgamesh." You might get it done. There's a possibility because there are learning groups on Gilgamesh. There are learning groups on other servers. But you're not guaranteeing yourself anything. And a lot of people just go and end up disappointed with their decision. Take away raid from that. Why else should someone move? Better economy, more people to level with, uh, different data centers. So, like, for example, when I moved to Behemoth, I felt <laughs> that your data center had slower queues in general than the Ether data center. Ether data center. So I came back because I couldn't stand waiting that extra like six, seven minutes. Every time I had to wait six, seven minutes extra for a dungeon, it was time that I didn't want to be spending waiting. Maybe the PvP queues are better on certain servers. Mm -hmm. Maybe the maybe your grand company wins more on a certain server. Maybe your friend just started playing the game, but he couldn't get a character on your server, so you want to play with them. That's a good reason to move a server. Right. Instead of trying to force them to get on your tough ass to get on server, you go spend $18 to be with your friend. <laughs> There could be any one of those reasons. Now, I always say, I say this all the time because I get this question all the time. I don't, like, I don't know how much Happy gets it. I'm pretty sure he gets it all the time. Um, how, how often, like, I, I get this question um, pretty often, but what server should I go to? What server? And I feel like I'm biased. I'm gonna always put on for my city. Come to Behemoth. We got beer and wings. God damn it. it, it but I'm always biased about that. And like it's it's such a loaded question. We get asked all the time, what server should I go to? I can't honestly say, but come to Behemoth. Like what Solera! <laughs> Populate them. That sounds like inappropriate. But what can you really, without any bias, tell someone who's thinking you about moving a server? You can only tell them about servers you've been on. 
Yeah. I if someone's not like okay, the only server people tend to recommend when they've never been on the server is Gilgamesh because it has a reputation. If you don't have that reputation, then people can't say, well, I a lot of people say I've never been there, but Gilgamesh is apparently the place to go. Mm-hmm. But that's that server has a reputation. And then people say, Oh, Yo, you like role playing? Go to Gilgamesh or go to Balmung. Balmung. Yeah. There you go. Those are your two options. But other than that, every server is they're just like they're the normal server. Like every game, I think every MMO has that server that has a reputation for something. And people yeah. recommend you go there, otherwise any other server will do. So um is there a way? Do you think there's a way for people who are looking for a new server to kind of research this kind of research there's not good enough information out there to research it like you can ask around but i mean lucky branchos thing is the closest thing we have to a real means of determining like xiv soul was what people used to use which is a website that calculates people but it wasn't calculating it down to the point where it was giving people an estimate of active players on the server it was just literally pulling characters per server character population Mm -hmm. so um it's real. There's not good enough tools out there. I would like at some point as quality of life tool for other than showing locked and unlocked, show what kind of population a server has or even allow – this one's kind of risky. Allow the community to kind of put together campaigns for their servers. Like we've, had, we've seen the free company campaign things from the community team. I'd like to see a server campaign. You know, showcase the things that you guys do for fun. You know, work together with the other free companies on your server to, to show new players, you mm-hmm. know, what they have waiting for them on a server. It's just, I don't know. There's not enough information out there for people to make a real decision when they first join the game. And it feels like almost every person who joins the game now ends up regretting the decision for the server that they're on. Um, and then all just going to Gilgamesh. Now, with the game, um, is this, like, with... I don't know something like that. Something like, you know, showing off what, uh, like, what a server can provide. It's showing off some, I guess, good sides of the server because, you know, every server does have a bad side. But you know, like, if you're kind of trying to recruit for that server, you're not going to show you the bad side of your server. Right. But, um, is this something you think the devs or the game itself should do? Should have some kind of, you know, previous is- server, or is this, <sighs> or can? Should we, as a community, take it up on ourselves and, you know, have our own recruitment tools? The problem is with showing how populated a server is, is when people see the word low, they immediately click past those servers. And those servers are perpetually fucked. Okay, let me rephrase it. Without even talking about population, because you can go on a low-pop server and still have a good experience. So, what can we do... What like should that be on the game and the devs itself, or should that be on the community to show like to have some server recruitment tools? Like this is our server, this is what we're known for, this is what we do. We're a good server. Come to here. We have so and so. Yada yada yada. What do you think? I would like them to encourage the community themselves to do it. Okay. Um, but I want them to encourage it. We shouldn't. We we are responsible for it at all times, mm-hmm. but to have those community... I mean, the community team does really good with the community events. Uh, there's usually... And the, the submissions are always good. The people who enjoy that aspect, they do a fucking good job putting, putting things together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd like to see those people be put to the challenge of attracting people to your server. Hmm. 
And uh, it comes down, and that, and that includes the super small servers like Zalera, like Mateus. Show why your server isn't the server that's being, isn't actually the server that's being made fun of on State of the Realm every week. You know, show them why people should come to your server, not... Right. So you might have heard that there's nobody here. Well, there's people right there, and I can promise you, you're, they're not the only ones on the whole server. Right. <laughs> Just, it would be nice if it was encouraged, and I think that as for the dev team themselves, I don't, I don't know if a population count's a good idea. I don't know. I feel like people just, because I, I, people most of the time say, I just want to know which has people on it. And it's, that's gonna, that means there's never going to be a chance anyone ever ends up on those other servers. So you, do you think something like a um, community team sponsored contest or event would Oh yeah, of... they, but they do those all the time. I'm just saying, let's make that, let's make that one of them. Yeah. So like what a community, like a server recruitment contest, like kind of sure. like server recruitment contest and you know what like... and then you put them all together and you make a fucking ad that you put out for square enix boom boom see see shouldn't should should we have applied mike should we have hell applied? no i'm not applying to that <laughs> job you know what i know the truth i applied to that job three years ago three years ago before i was doing this because so I had just lost my job in New York City, so I said, fuck it. I put in an application. I had no qualification whatsoever. <laughs> Do you want to apply now? No, absolutely not. Because that would mean giving this up. I wouldn't be able to do this anymore. Well, we're throwing out ideas. Square, community team, if you see this, here you go. Here you go. Wa-bam. 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 Oh man, I like I had fun. With, I had fun with this show, Sly. Mostly because I completely forgot what we were even talking about on the notes. Because you were the one who was fucking taking. I was like, "Fuck it, yeah, this is how this must be how Sly does it." I just wait for him him to say things. I just come out with stuff. Hmm. And then I and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Wait, I'm still at the top of the notes. Where are we?" <laughs> hey, that means you did a good job directing the show. I didn't need the notes to to keep up. We don't have to do a show without you soon. Hooray. <laughs> I gotta teach you how to use Zoom. Yay. Or you can just use Skype and say fuck it, Bay Life. No. Nope. Nope. I'll use Zoom. It's better. Okay, you can use Zoom. But Mike. Tell you don't even want to say goodbye to them before Sly, we still we're not even ready to go yet. We got fucking announcements to do. See Oh, oh we have a night Oh I'm now sorry. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. Sorry. Now you fucking sorry. Sorry. Trying to close out the show and everything, but goddamn, go ahead. You got announcements. Just that's fucking. That's it. We have announcements. I mentioned it before the show started. Stop. Oh, don't fuck I it up. totally forgot. I got wrapped up in the show. I'm sorry. There you go. All right, you're the best in the show. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive yeah, you. Thank you. So first of all, we brought this up in the middle of the show, but we want to bring it up a little bit more now. A lot of you may know this is the 48th week of Stay of the Realm. It's number 48, um, and. Four weeks from now, we'll be celebrating that, but we have a different one-year anniversary today. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, and I have the yakket right here, I believe. Do I need to get yeah. my yakket? No, you don't need to get Well, yeah, if you do, you're twirling around in it, so I don't recommend. Okay. There you go. There you go. See? Dream Network. That's the network that Mel... I'm going to say she put it together, not... Mm -hmm. I don't, I, we came together, but she Olivia really Olivia Pope! Woo! Her, her and Pook, I'll say it because her and Pook did a lot of the heavy lifting yes. when it came to yeah. this. But she's the one who actually, like, said to me, 
we should make a team. And then from that point on, it was all the communication and all the coming together. It is the one year anniversary of the Dream Network. So without the Dream Network, we probably wouldn't have started this podcast either. Mm-hmm. So we want to say thank you. And we want to say thank you to all the members of the Dream Network, including some of the newer ones, such as Dan, Max, Lori. Uh, definitely Pook just had his one year straight of streaming uh, just this last week. And that was phenomenal. Pook is the fucking man for that. We just, yes. There's so many great people on the team. And we want to thank you all, because a lot of you have been on the show. We've had the couple show. It's been a lot of shows. We'll be going back over those shows when we get to the one year. Oh, yes. That's going to be fun. Um, but, yeah. So, thank you, everyone, for making a year of Dream Possible. And, luckily, we'll be able to make a, dr- a year of State of the Realm Possible in just four weeks. Four weeks. Four motherfucking weeks. Now, on top of that slide, what other two... Do you remember the other two announcements we were supposed to make? No. Motherfucker, the live letter is this Saturday. How the fuck are you gonna tell me you didn't remember we need to announce that shit? Oh, yeah, we do need to announce it. I mean, oh, I, rem- yeah. I, I remembered it, but yeah, yeah, like everybody knows. But yes, go on, Mike. Go on. This Saturday is the part, the 3.2 part two live letter. I will not be broadcasting the translation. That is why it was important that we needed to announce that. Um,. I'll be in San Antonio, Texas at PAX South. Um, never mind. No. What the fuck? You've built all that up just to let me down. Should, should someone else? Oh, yeah. Marco's doing it on his channel. Good. Marco, the same person who has been doing them for us all this time, is still doing them. But he's doing them on his Twitch channel. Marco Ding. Turn. M-A-R-K-O-T-U-R-N. And can somebody pimp pimp that out in the chat, please? The community team has the official translations, but we need that unofficial. We need that unofficial as well. We need that right now translation. Yeah, we need that while we're watching it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we double check it. Don't forget us. (laughs) That live letter is at 1.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and Marco will be doing the translation on his channel i will be there typing his translation i will not be the one broadcasting it though it'll be marco it will be marco so be sure I'll, to be there i will be there okay there we go and then another announcement Mike? yes this is another announcement not 14 related but i know a lot of you are very excited for it because it's great enix related this saturday at 11 p.m EST or 8 p.m. PST. The mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 15 ATR will be taking place and will likely cover the magic system of the game, which has been largely unseen until now. We'll probably be seeing some of the special effects for it. And in March, we are expecting the re- well. They are giving us the release date of Final Fantasy 15, which could be as early as summer of this year and as late as Christmas. Two games. Two games at the same time. I couldn't do it. There we go. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it at the same time. Come on, Square Enix, please don't do this to me. That, well, that's why it's literally at 1.30 in the morning, Pacific. You have the live letter. Mm-hmm. And then at 11 p. Oh, I'm sorry, at 8 p.m. that night, this is Pacific still, then you have the ATR. Okay. Any, uh, I'm guessing there's not going to be a live translation for that one. No. You know what? There might be, but it's mostly people in the chat just openly discussing what they're showing. There should be <laughs> gameplay, though. And as long as you can see 
them using the skills. What they say is important, but that is a big focal point of those ATRs usually. There's a lot of talking in the ATR, but it's uh, but it's definitely going to be something that you want to pay attention to. Okay. All right. So I think that I, I don't think there was any. I mean, next week we're going to be talking about the live letter. I think that's yes. obvious. That's obvious. Like so, next week's show it, it's it's going to be a pretty lengthy show. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're just we're just looking for this has been a live letter we've been waiting for for a long time remakes of the diadem or the revamp of the diadem which should Remix. be a lot more popular we're gonna have Midas Midas Savage the fiend the fiend Savage the anti tower the new story missions the new side story missions mm-hmm. the new beast tribe dailies the new PvP with the eight v eight and the four v four said all this shit but you haven't said a trailer yet. But we better see a fucking trailer too. That should be the, I better be the first. That, that was the obvious thing. I was waiting morning. for you to get to that. Like you so said, we better see shit. a trailer and a motherfucking release date on Saturday. Yeah. We know February, but I want to see both of those. All right. And the ATR will be fully translated into English. Thank you. Someone in the chat said Perfect. that. Thank you. So now we can wrap up the show. Now we can. Yes. So, Mike, where can they find you? They can find me in my here. office here. Yeah, here. in my office. Yeah, in my exactly. office here. I knew that was coming. Which, um, which unfortunately, we're having some static issues in the office right now. Wait, wait, Excuse you're having me. static issues? Wait, what? Yeah, you know how like when is, you is, your, is your static breaking up? I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, and you know how when you rub your feet against like the fine, oh, the fine static. carpet. That's yeah, static. you know, like you rub your feet, and then the problem is, it's like you can see the static is the problem. So it's like it's a pretty severe case of static. Ah. So uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy One Two Two Seven, pretty much everywhere: uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, all that good stuff. So uh, that's all you got to keep in mind. Um, and then, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitch.tv/sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox because I do pretty much everything on Twitter. You can find me on on Instagram at Sly, aka Gray Fox 07, and you can find me in plot 14, ward 5 of the Lavender Beds on Behemoth, Cool Kid Sable. You can sit with us. That sounds almost kind of fucked up, like you're allowed to sit with us. Though. <laughs> like the cool you know, like, no, like, I've seen these shirts that say you can't sit with us. No, no, come sit with us. You can sit with us. Come. Sit on, sit on, sit on Papa Sly's lap. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? There you go. That's, that's, yeah, remember, he's going to have the couch, Slice Casting couch. Anyway, so on that note, everybody, we're going to move over to Post Show. Thank you for watching. If you're watching us over on YouTube, on iTunes, or, uh, or and whatever, we'll see you uh, next week. Or and. Or and and oh, or. And or. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you next week. See you next week! Yay! Took me a while to find the outro.